folks. Sorry about last week. Lo siento. We have a long show for you this week that's not funny. I don't know. It was, I, <laughs> I think it's. I think it started out funny. I think it. It's got. It's got moments of levity. I, I think I, I. I have a lot of feedback I want from the. Uh, I want to hear what some people might have thought on one particular argument. Too yeah, much. Got into like a, a debate. It was a fireside chat. It, it was a fireside it debate. It wasn't political. No, that's important. Yeah, that is You're pretty not important. Have to tap thirty. Because of politics. <laughs> I don't even know what the title. We had a title early on in this one, but I don't know what happened. Uh, diarrhea in the streets, or something like that. Let's go with it. W F E C K. I don't recall. I remember one time Leah, <laughs> Leah took me to get, I guess, what you would call a, a fancy haircut. Mm. I don't know. Something that you don't just walk in. How about that? <clears throat> right. You need an appointment. Yeah. What a sham that was. I mean, she did the same shit. I was in the chair no longer than a great clips cut, it felt like. I mean, you get pampered. You get, like, the, the warm towel or the coffee. Is it not working? It's recording, but it the screen went off. It doesn't normally do that, but uh, it's recording. Are you sure? Yeah, it's recording. Okay. Yeah, they give you like you know, curry coffees, and there's like snacks. That sounds awful. Curry coffee. Curry, not curry. Oh. You fucking moron. I don't know. You're a citizen of the world. Maybe you. Have... Oh man, you're just gonna run that. It's like, like it's not even funny. It's like overuse coffee it like is like like thick glob. You know, coffee. Mm, yes, uh, Indian curry coffee. That's how I... I said Keurig. Keurig. Well, that's awful, too. It isn't good. <laughs> but when you're in, like, a, bar- when you're in a bar... <laughs> when you're in a barber's chair doing your, you know, a f- you know, fancy haircut, it's all the little... But that's all it is. You realize, wait a minute, when, when I went to go ring up, I was like, how much? You know, I didn't, like, make a scene out of it because right. you don't want to be that guy. But kind of like just now. With the burger. Well, the you tell me about the. I, I gotta say, I looked online, and maybe that's like after shipping and handling. I told with, you it with, was ten sixty two. I rounded up to twelve. What did I say I, online? I guess I saw something differently. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But twelve dollars for a burger. I mean, to have a from a from a. What is this place again? It's called Burger Five. I've never had it, but you said burger. And I did. It sounds good. There's a pattern at home here lately because we haven't gone grocery shopping where we do like a pizza night and then like recently we did like a turkey and vegetables night and then uh, once in a blue moon like Adelaide will randomly say can we have varsity and I'll bring home the varsity from Jimmy Carter okay Um, we haven't done burger night in like three weeks so when you said burger I I looked up what was on Uber I found burger fi thought it was this one right here by the house but it's not Uh, Pitched it to Kristen. She was on board because they have the Beyond Burger and the girls like burgers. So uh, we, whether not, you were in or not, we were, yeah, we no, were going to do not, it. I, hey, I, I feel I had some role in this for saying a burger sounds. It was me that said burger, you know? Yeah. But I'm looking up this burger fi. I want to know why a. I mean, because not. What's, a, what's that place that everyone raves about? The Shake Shack. Yeah, I've never right. had that. Shake Shack was good. I didn't think it was anything like crazy. 
But even their burger's not $12 without fries and a drink. So I'm just trying to see. Let me see if I can fix this screen safe going sex. black thing. Yeah, we're still. Just safe sex it so you don't have to. There we go. Not filling time. No, that's fine. We're good. I fixed it. Okay. Oh, they do brand their burgers. They brand the burger. I got the the uh, the CEO. I'm looking at that right now. It's a combination of brisket and something else. Double Wagyu. Double Wagyu and brisket beef with a Canadian... No, candied bacon Oh, jam. candied, yeah. Mm-hmm. I can see where you saw a Canadian. <laughs> well, I'm a retarded person. <laughs> What's the hat? It's the hat you're wearing right now. And it's the Labatt. <laughs> the Labatt. I'm drinking the Labatt blue lights. <laughs> the best line from Big Daddy. When he, when he, when uh, John, uh, what's the guy? He's he's in the movie. He's the actual dad of the kid. Oh, uh, John Stewart. John Stewart. When John Stewart shows up at the court case, and he's like, "Remember, we went up to Toronto to see the World Series, and it hits him that holy shit, this is my kid, or this could be my kid." He's like, mm. and he turns to his girlfriend, who's like, her mouth's wide open. He says, "Honey, you know what? It, it was the series. It was it was the Phillies." Labatt Blue, you know it's like Canadian moonshine. <laughs> I love that line. Because I had a misunderstanding after that. I thought Labatt Blue would be like milk malt liquor. It's just, is it, it's not. It's, it's like slightly it's, stronger. This is Canada's Miller Lite. If you were to drink this side by side with a Miller Lite, A, you'd probably think this tasted a bit, a bit better because it does. Uh-huh. But that's basically all it is. It's, a, it's Pilsner. Okay. And this is the light Pilsner. And what's funny is the light Pilsner's alcohol content is the exact same as the regular. So I don't know what's light about it, but... what is that what usually cuts on the, the calories in a... Like if you... It, it's not as strong to have a lighter calorie beer? Is that where you... Uh, usually as the alcohol content goes down, the calorie count goes down. Like my father-in-law drinks Michelob Ultra, which is basically water-flavored beer... And I've looked at those cans before. They're like 3% alcohol. I mean, even Mormons in Nevada or, or uh, Utah are like, all right, we can do a little bit more alcohol than this. <laughs> Speaking of Mormons, I had a great thought on the way home because I, I heard the 100th uh, Goddamn America Warnock ad on yeah. the radio. And I was like, you know, depending on how you say it, you could you could easily spin that to Goddamn America. <laughs> you're, you're all right. <laughs> You ain't half bad, America. Goddamn, America, you got rid of that dumbass Donald Trump. Look at you. <laughs> Look at you, America. Goddamn. You could spin it if you had to. You could. Sorry. <laughs> I'm adjusting our mountain men fire over here. That. Goddamn, America, you did all right this time. Like, uh, there's a spin there. It doesn't have to be the, the Jeremiah Wright version. I just, I kept coming back to something we talked about last week. Just the general theme of, can you imagine... I mean, what Brian Raffensperger, our Secretary of State, our Governor, their own people now within yeah. within the state, not yeah. like the 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 I, Washington I Republicans and the the Trumpers elite, but like their hear, own people, uh, their friends. I didn't hear the coverage, but my coworker told me that there was a news story about the like a very hot phone call conversation between Brian Kemp and Donald Trump here recently, and yeah. they were saying that like. Like him or don't like him, Brian Kemp's known for being kind of level-headed and and sort of Mister Politics when he's wheeling and dealing with you know lawmakers. Basically, known not to lose his cool. And they said that when he was on the phone with what has to be the dumbest president in the history of presidents, who was basically telling him like, "You gotta, you gotta overturn this. You gotta flip it." He basically said, "No, 
I'm not going to do that because there is no fraud. Your own, your own uh, Justice Department found no evidence of fraud. You lost. I'm not going to do. And apparently, he yelled at the president. It's like, like we said last week, in Brian Kemp's wildest dreams. Could he have ever imagined a scenario well, where he was yelling at I, his deity? I let his deity. I left uh, last week, and I was looking. Another article comes out and says there might have been uh, a break for them before all this, and it goes back to Leffler herself because you know he appointed Leffler. They keep saying reelected. I was like, she's not elected. Mm-hmm. She's appointed to fill. Yeah, that's the real bitch of her. Like we never even chose her in the first place. Like I, he, she makes Johnny Isaacson look like Abraham Lincoln as far as politicians go. Like the guy that she replaced because he got sick. You know, but apparently when he appointed Leffler over Doug Collins, who would have been Trump's personal choice, that was a, uh, this is the best part. That was the, the initial breaking point. It seems like they've mm. been at each other for a while, mm. but it wasn't that he chose Leffler over Collins. It was that he didn't call Trump to ask that. I swear to goodness. That's what the insiders are saying. They're saying that Trump's frustration is not that he chose Leffler over Collins, although he was didn't really like that because yeah. he's gone on to say how great Leffler is everywhere. Because right. I mean that's like his perfect ally. Yeah, but it turns out that it was just that he didn't Billionaire give he didn't call blonde. and get approval. It was the it was this it was the you have hey, to Daddy, call me for hey, did it? Hey, Daddy, <laughs> I have your permission to appoint this tall, leggy blonde who gives real great blowjobs to the Senate. Well, she gets I don't a know. Job, Daddy. I don't know. She'll have to come by. We'll have to talk. He basically turned Brian Kemp into Sheriff Rufus Ruford T. Justice's son and fucking smoking the bandit. <laughs> Daddy, I'll hold your hat for you, Daddy. Oh man, that that that. I, There's no way Jackie, you came from my lawn. Jackie Gleason wouldn't deign himself <laughs> to let Donald Trump even be a part. Like you, ugh. Give me a Diablo sandwich and a Dr. Pepper. I'm in a goddamn hurry. On a non-political, but still somewhat similar, I saw... Okay, you tell me if I'm fucked up. That'll be the game. Am I fucked up? I think we all know the answer to both of these questions if they were presented to either of us. But I'm on... I rarely get on FB. Well, you go in for face sits after you blow the load, so Mm -hmm. we've already established this. Love it. (laughs) Fucking love that shit. It's a real real flavor highway. That's, that's, I wish you could hit this. That's the road to Flavortown that Guy Fieri's always talking about. Yeah. All right, so you're on Facebook. Yeah, I rarely get on there, and I, the first thing that I'm taking a shit, and the first thing that pops up on the little feed there, and again, once you've seen that documentary, I'm not saying it didn't, I already, stuff I already knew, the one about Facebook, the social something. Social dilemma. Yeah. It's shit you already knew, but it's like this, this, this thought that no one's Facebook is the same. Well, anyways, I'm just reading down there, and the first thing that scrolls up is this picture of this girl or this girl from high school has posted a picture of her newborn. She got two kids, and I, I kind of follow her because she's like every like at least in our probably our anticipation like the worst case scenario. They, their first daughter got like cancer, something severe. Jeez, lived through it. Thank okay. goodness. Got, yeah. She was even in the. Uh, I don't know what the what are the standards to be a part of that. Uh, make a the miracle make a, wish. make a wish. I don't know. I always thought you had to be like near death, but it turns out that's not the case. It's like. You just have to have it. Well, I bet Cooper could hit two home runs for you. Will <laughs> <laughs> he hit two for really? me? Two? Jesus. Oh, he could do three if he wanted to. Oh, That's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Well, Remember, can I talk to you she had time? a make a wish thing, and I, I could. I, you know, she was my. She was actually funny because she was my senior prom date, and in many ways she was like a reverse beard. She she did she wasn't very pretty, 
but she mm. was amongst the popular kids. Mm. But she, so she didn't have a date late to senior prom, and I had dragged my feet and missed two opportunities. So we just kind of said, like, hey, do you want to go? And that was killed two birds for me. Because I was like, I don't like you, which means I don't have to be tethered to you all night. Right. I, mean, I had gone to junior prom, had a good time, but had been tethered, you know? Mm. You and had a safe beach at the end of the night. No, not that night. Oh, I was, okay. uh, let me think. No, I had to have my first, no, maybe junior year, I would have been 15. Well, you talk, we talk about it enough. I think you'd know. <laughs> Anyway, you were like 12. No, I wasn't 12. <laughs> that would have been fucked up. <laughs> that seriously, that'd be fucked up. But, and if you've had your dick sucked at 12 on here, please continue to listen. Banks. And we're sorry. I'm sure Banks did. Uh, yeah. Different scenario. Banks was making girls squirt in middle school. <laughs> remember the one about finger banging and all that? Banks was well past that in, in primary yeah, school. I don't even remember what grade it was. I just remember finding out that he had girls in the basement and he was like fingering one till she squirted in my ex-girlfriend's old bedroom downstairs. And That's just, you know, I don't believe, I mean, is it true or does she just piss herself? Well, they say that all squirt is is pee. Of course, but I'm saying like... But they also... I actually read an article about this somewhat recently. I can't... Where, well, I want to get back to what I was saying. This all started with like four other points. You want to talk points. about squirt? No, but all, I'm saying, please, by all <laughs> means, let's do the... Let's, I'm going to turn this up so I can... I feel like I'm listening with my ear... With yeah, my Russian ear flaps down. my ear flaps up so I could hear you a little bit better. Yeah, it's, it's going to have to happen. It's been a long time. I usually like them down, if I'm honest. No, there was a, like a, a sex lab of some kind that, that researched the chemical makeup of squirt to determine whether or not it was urine. No, this didn't happen. You know, this is, this is a Carl Pilkington story. This was, a, this was like an MSNBC article. Shut the this fuck up. This, this, this wasn't a Pornhub article. This was a real news story. This was not an MSNBC article. You could tell me that it's from something called The Looper or Slate. Or I, don't know, I like don't remember what it was. It was it was a applied sciences even. But don't tell me this came from like CNN, MSNBC. It, it does from, matter. Regardless, you're, you're trying to sell no, me on an article. You're selling me on an article where they broke down squirt. <laughs> they called it squirt. Is that what they called it? No, yeah, no, they called it female ejaculate. So they called it female ejaculate, yeah, well, and there was enough interest for the story that MSNBC. Okay, continue. Not MSNBC. No, no, no it by all in, means. It's it, good was, it was Fox. Fox News. Okay, that makes more sense. Continue on. But basically, they determined that the majority of the chemical makeup, or the the whatever you not chemical, whatever you want to call it, is that it is urine. But they found this compound in it that is sort of like a. It's within women's. Uh, biology. It's a self- I thought you were about to say buttholes. Right? No, it's a self-cleaning <laughs> thing. So the article basically... Well, the whole vagina is a self-cleaning. Right, so the article basically wanted to say that the squirting is actually a biological reaction to keep the pee hole clean because of sex. Because women who get UTIs from sex most often get... Or I'm sorry, women most often get UTIs because of sex. Sure. Because when you're having we sex... Have this, we're disgusting. That's what it is. Your, your dick, your dirty, greasy, dirty fucking, fucking nasty burger cake... <laughs> All day dick <laughs> is just mashing bacteria into their pee hole. Who knew? And if you do it, who in, knew this would get here so soon? And if you do it doggy style, then your dirty oh, diarrhea splatter balls are just flapping diarrhea into the pee hole. You know the great thing about this conversation? I have neighbors who walk their dog behind my fence. <laughs> And there's, they could be there right there's now. There's nothing they can do about it. <laughs> there's nothing we can do about uh, it. Uh, sir, can we? <laughs> My kids are with me. Can we, it's Christmas time, sir. So uh, the article went on to say yeah. that the squirt 
is a is is a natural way for women to expel bacteria so, during sex. So ridiculous. So if you're not making your spouse, well, how did we get to squirt? Oh right, you right, need right. To work it was on banks, that. and then we backtrack that. It was blowjob age, and we backtrack this to what me. What if women squirted every time they had an orgasm? I'm, I don't want to do that. I don't I have no interest in this. Yeah, but if it was the norm. <laughs> Like, like, there's no guy. Well, I mean, there, there are guys is. who there, there are guys who pee purposefully, everywhere. Yeah. No, I was gonna say there are guys who purposefully retrograde orgasm. They do that on purpose. Why? Uh, to store up the load and make it even bigger the next time. That's a thing. Yeah. Um, so we just didn't, didn't we just talk about this? I just I had one of those. You're telling me that my next load was like a Johnny Wad? Like, what are we talking? Well, here? it could be. Does it have to be immediate? It's it's what we it's essentially. It can't. This can't be true because I did that, and my next day's load wasn't something to write home well, about. Well, it's guys who who edge or that other thing that I sent you two weeks ago. That's like that seems more reasonable. The king for, of edging. They're edging. It, that's that's the thing. This isn't. I don't think you can blow a load and see. That's where I know this is bullshit. <laughs> you can't have a retrograde ejaculate and build that shit up. It goes right into your urine. You piss mm. that shit out your next time. That's where it well, goes. It I goes into the you, bladder. I, oh, gooning. Gooning is like... That was different. Oh, sidebar. Remember the one I sent you, rainbowing? Yeah. And we'll let you all do your own research. That's the best <laughs> part of this. we got gooning and we've got rainbowing. The The rainbow I accidentally sent to my old man. Now, I didn't feel any need to be like, oops. Hey, like, don't try do to that walk with mom or anything. <laughs> yeah, I definitely didn't add that little caveat. <laughs> But he's just, he just he sent owe me, her still for the for getting for walking in on you. I don't. Sex. He didn't. She didn't do it. It wasn't like that. <laughs> that was when the kid was really little. Yeah, she heard but, cooing and calling. She cannot have imagined that I had I had it all up in the air at, at seven forty five in the diarrhea morning. Splatter balls. No hell no, man. I'm, I'm a nighttime shower guy. So I mean, unless I'm just ripping diarrhea farts in my sleep, I don't ever have a problem with morning title sex. Title of the episode. Always. No, but I'll back. I don't know how the fuck we. Yeah, I know what we got to. So the same girl that I was telling you about, I knew that we could go and that, you know, I wouldn't have an anchor. Mm. I could go and have fun. And the part two, the best part, was that she was popular. Mm-hmm. Now, you would think that my thought process initially would be like, oh, cool, I'm going to get to hang with the rich kids the, or the, the, the popular kids, right? Yeah. But I already fucked up the punchline because the real thing I had in my mind was I knew they were spending money. Mm. And because I was a last-second addition, there wasn't any expectation of me outside of a tuxedo. Right. You see what I'm saying? These, these are the rich kids that right, already so had... Nobody, nobody's called your house to ask you to chip no, in for the No, there's limo. no parent that has called or, or they didn't text, called or fucking sent a fax over asking, mm. can we get the $1,200 of your end of the $10,000 or whatever it was. God, large teenage groups are were such a clusterfuck back well, then. It, so, anyways, that's who I went with. It ended up being a, a pretty cool night. We went back to this girl, Allison Moeller's house. She was loaded. Nothing much happened. Saw Allison, some tits. Saw, saw some ass. But certainly didn't get any that night. Was it man ass or? No, it was, it was like girl ass. I remember. I but thought, all that to say, let me finish it. So this is what I saw today in the original segment was, am I a dick? So anyways, that's who this girl is. I'm looking at this thing, and the oh, picture right. is of her kid and of two older people. One of them's on oxygen, and the one on oxygen is holding the baby. Mm. And there's, like, another older lady. Smoking a cigarette. No, she's just sitting. <laughs> <laughs> <I'd be, laughs> so I look down, and I was like, oh, that's their new baby. And then I read the thing. It says, please, thoughts and prayers for Aunt No-No, Aunt Momo, Aunt Jojo, and or Grandma Momo or Nolo, I don't even remember. And then Aunt Sosu, right? Or whoever. Awful name. They were bad. I can't remember. He says they both have COVID. Mm. Now, 
I'm like, oh, that's terrible because that's the not the comedian, but the asshole in me says like, well, goodbye, Aunt Momo or Grandma Momo because yeah. look, this lady's already on oxygen. Right. Whenever this picture was taken, right. she was already on oxygen, and she's holding. And then they find out that the picture was taken that day that's for wh- that post. That's where I'm getting though. <laughs> I said, "Hold on, hold on." I say, "So they both got COVID. That lady's on already already on oxygen. The other lady's old as shit too. So this is a situation where Grandma Momo is 195 mm-hmm. and, and Aunt, Aunt is 79. Right? You know what I'm saying? So I'm looking at this picture, and I was like, I think her second baby is bigger than that. So I surely, but I've also seen these people out. Like mm. if you if you judge their life only on what you saw on social media, mm. I say they were being slightly less less cautious. less cautious. Not like crazy. They didn't see any crazy political posts, mm. but they were like going to see Santa, and they didn't it mm. like the kids were like in Santa's lap. You mm. know, like that. Going to the special ones like y'all did, where you like mask on and you go and take a picture. And yeah, that. our our Santa. And I, break it down for me a second. Yeah, okay, I keep But going. what the fuck? I was like, what if that... I can't tell which kid this is. This picture looks like it could be last weekend. Like when they went... Or, or God forbid, Thanksgiving or some shit like that. I don't right. know. You know, like... But I was like, that's your kid? If this was recently, who's to say yeah. <laughs> that you're over here trying to finance thoughts and prayers? And I'm saying, well... What if <laughs> people are stupid? You're not a dick. People are stupid. <laughs> but I mean, what if people are stupid? They make stupid decisions. And then it's uh, like to think of all the thoughts and prayers that some of these jabronis are asking for. Well, and I don't, I don't know their their work situation, but I mean, when Kristen was still working at Sephora, like it was like every day you come home, you could bring be bringing COVID into the house. Oh yeah, because there's. Fucking East Cobb moms of plenty coming in there going, Do I have to wear a mask? I want to get foundation and I want to try on lipstick. And these masks, these masks are actually bad for you. That's like, actually interesting. I'd love to hear Kristen's stories on that. Like she people trying to just to, them. I know, she, but she I'm, was ready to open a vein because of that fucking story. I'm sure, but I, you, you think I, did, I, I was, I was wallowing. I wasn't wallowing working at a fucking glorified Jiffy Lube for fucking seven years? Yeah. Well, I, I can, mean... It's like I want to return the flashbacks as my wonder Well, days. I mean, did you ever, like, cry yourself to sleep over the Jiffy Lube customers? Uh, let, why don't we just not... <laughs> no, I'm saying, like, if you let... Okay, yeah. this could be fun. <laughs> I mean, customers? No. Yeah. But what I was forced to do with my own life to, to accommodate having that job at that time because right. it paid so well? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, she, I'm not going to say I got in my car every day right. and, well, and I, bought my 40, I, as you know. But th- there's your answer to that question. Here's a guy who doesn't drink, who a, doesn't drink, yeah. stopping at gas stations to buy fucking Newport cigarettes and a blunt wrap that once I tossed that out the window, I would chug a beer going mm-hmm. down a country highway. Yeah, there were probably some days I don't even remember crying on the way home. Yeah. But that's the end of that. Well, but I yes, can, I do I can, under. I can tell you that, like, customers during the COVID year especially were like the reason of like teary-eyed bedtime sometimes because you had literally like picture like the worst Facebook entitled cunts poker I'm listening titled cunts yelling in her face about having to wear a mask in the store like potentially like coughing COVID germs all over while they're yelling at her about my mask and my daughter's having a prime and like it was just the the part that caught my attention and would only make me interested in the stories from a comedic sense is the part where you said that like I want to put on my foundation because you can you imagine justifying like say you got COVID and 
you go to Granny's house and everybody's hugging right. and just having a good time. And, and five days later, Granny had one of them rancid cases. And even though she was healthy, seventy six, she's gone now. Well, and the- you'd be like, they trace this by some. You wouldn't have. Now here's the worst part. You won't answer the phone for the contact tracing, <laughs> so we'll never know for sure. That's probably the but like, don't say that. we do in some kind of all knowing, omniscient way right. that that's absolutely who killed. Like, and then you get to find that out. Like, oops. You killed Nana because I quote, I want to try the foundation. And I can't yeah. do that. Well, it's funny. Like, the rule was no makeup try-ons. Like, come with your mask, buy the shit you want. Get out. Get luck. Good luck at home making sure it matches. Yeah. But you had, like, just... I mean, return policy, a right? A of women. Like, I want to try on that shit. I want to try... Like, just like, this is bullshit. This isn't even... This is just a flu. And then, you know, I hope some of them are dead. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I fight that all the time. I don't want to be the guy that roots for, for some. Because at the end of the day, it's like when you're driving and the person pisses you off something royal, and you, you do all the things. You piss and you moan and you flick the bird, and then like my thing is like, what a piece of shit. Like I noticed we've done this before in the pod. Yeah. And I think to myself, you know, that person goes home. That piece of shit's probably got a piece of shit <laughs> wife. <laughs> And, like, two piece-of-shit kids who will grow up to be piece-of-shit adults. That, it does depend on the day. And we I'll, can't deprive the world of those pieces of shit. I'll grant you that. It does depend. <laughs> we can't deprive the world. Everyone needs to know what a royal piece of shit. Look fucking O'Doyle from all the Adam Sandler movies. <laughs> <laughs> the line is long. The unfortunate part is that we always thought, you know, the O'Doyle... Uh, Mc- I always say McPoyles when I start thinking O'Doyle of those. O'Doyle rules. O'Doyle, of course. The worst thing about all that, though... Is that it is it is more likely that we have a blend of of the McPoyles and the Doyles. It's like that's how bad America's stupid idiots are. Yeah. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Stupid, stupid, stupid. Um, I started to tell you about Santa. Our Santa experience, I you know, I, I felt myself like having to explain to people like it's different. I noticed you on your Facebook post about it. you had to do the disclaimer. I, I was know, just I, like I, I said to, I, I said to Leah, any... why does he do this disclaimer? I, well, I was just like, I don't want any of our liberal city friends being like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. That's, so, that's exactly why I don't put shit on there. <laughs> our Santa experience was open air, except for the two walls that you can see behind Santa Claus. Yeah. It's open air. Elves were masked. We were masked. Kids were masked, except for the photo, which lasted for maybe 60 seconds. Right. And then they had personally, purposely rigged it to where the kids sat on a bench a good three feet in front of Santa, and they weren't allowed to turn around to face him. It was so a good setup. To talk to setup. Santa, you had to, they had to literally look over their shoulder. I saw where some South Georgetown Santa came to the kids as if that would be the thing. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll come to you. Yeah. It's no different. <laughs> now Santa and... I'll get COVID. And now Santa, it was South and Georgia. take it to all the households. <laughs> as well. Uh, Santa comes back with Mrs. Claus, and they both have COVID. So either they mm. got it from someone. Is your food here? I was going to say, let's save sex so I can check on it real quick. All right. Well, we're, we're rocking and rolling now. Well, that's good. I just, I just don't think you should have called the Uber Eats driver that, that black girl. Where is that black girl? You could have just like, where? White. Well, it's rare. We were talking about, I don't know what we were talking about. <laughs> you took it from fake racist to real racist. That's what I do. <laughs> that's just, yeah. That's what we do now. That's what we do. But hey, what were we right. talking about before we went off the air here? Santa Claus. Yeah, you don't. I don't think you have to. Anyways, we'll just leave it at that. You don't have to. Our Santa visit was safe. It doesn't matter. You live your life, and if someone judges you on something, that's, I mean, that's the principal reason that I don't 
actively engage with the platform anymore because on some level on some level hold your thought on that one bite everybody knows the rules over there on some level I just didn't want people to know me like that anymore to feel like they because they're drawing an image right both in like think of it in the olden days you didn't want people to have a bad image of you because you know you're looking for jobs all the time you know in small towns or otherwise you don't want to have that bad I just didn't want to have that become a, a I just don't really want anyone to know me outside of those people that I would want to be known by like just the, the the greatest example of that was we've talked about church upbringings when my mom got back into it real hard post the whole fallout from mm-hmm. the big church mm-hmm. when I would think split and there's oh my god they want traditional no we don't want we want contemporary services the whole thing just melt down Mom has this great big falling out with this church, and then she goes into a dark period, it's like the dark ages of uh, her church life, and our, even as a family, I guess you'd say. But she went to this other place, and I never went. The whole family went, though. It's just yeah, not me. You're more of a traditionalist. Yeah, well, that wasn't it. <laughs> but I just, I said, fuck it to all of that shit. I was, I'm not, I'm not doing this a second time. You know, that was my thought process. I'm not going to get invested in this dumbass shit a second time. You know? Pastor Rick told me he loved me. And then there was just like this fact, I don't know, it was a whole thing. I was like, I'm done here. So that I, you know, you got to think my whole family is involved mm-hmm. in what turned out to be a very positive place by church standards. For all the shit I've, I'll give them, I'll tell you, there are places that seem to try to do something similar to what would actually be a reflection of Christ. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like, if you're going to be a Christian, be a Christian. We wouldn't, right. have, we wouldn't have anything to joke about if it wasn't layers of hypocrisy, you know, Marianas Trench deep. Mm-hmm. But my whole thing is they're having... And they called me, like, when I would show my face, when I would deign, I, I, I lorded it up with power. Too. It was like, when I deign to come here, you know, they would call me the mystery Martin. I was like, that's exactly where I wanted to be. Like, I don't really want you to know me. I don't have any no. interest in you knowing me at all. I want, if we have to engage, I would rather there be a, a, a not an even playing field in some ways. <laughs> it's just like business, you know. I want people to not know what the meeting is about. If I called it, I don't really want anybody to know what it's about. You know what I'm saying? For the, all the right reasons. I want them to understand whatever that point may, or the why reason is, for doing it. this pirate guy calling a meeting again? Well, yeah. you know him. He wants to infuse THC in one of the pops. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I never tried that. We always talked about it, though. <laughs> but we can get off that. I would say fuck all that shit, and we'll leave it there. How, so you, you, how is that? So by the math, that's like a $20 plate with burger fry. Uh, well, I got um, like a jumbo fry for us to all to split. Which was expensive and in hindsight didn't need to happen. Right. Because uh, it was a shitload. But yeah, I'm having a, a $16 dinner, we'll say. No. After the delivery fee, those fries, if the, if, the, if the burger's 12 there's no way they're giving you two ninety nine fries, especially for that mound of potatoes you just had on there. It's very good. So you got the fancy burger, which is interesting. I, I, I would think at a regular, at a, a place like this where it ha- you have somewhat... I won't say high expectations, but raised expectations. I would have expected you to go on with your more traditional, simple burger that you like. Your, your just burger, cheese, pickle, isn't that it? No, I just do meat and cheese. <clears throat> maybe like bacon, ketchup, mayo, maybe. So the the so the wet the wet condiments are there, yeah. but none of your tomato, onion. I don't put. Right. I don't so put sandwich I would just think as a guy burger. who had raised expectations you would have given the, the the original a try out the way you like it. But you went with their their high end 
It sounded good. It's Swiss and some sort of candied tomato. No, it's Canadian tomato jam. <laughs> Whatever it Canadian was. Canadian tomato jam and whenever bacon. There's a, whenever there's a jam made of things that you don't traditionally it, jam, I, I, it's usually me, pretty let good. Let me say this, and uh, Leah is the one that changed me on this. Burgers with that sweet component are, are a game changer. Once you're... Mm-hmm. Once you go past your comfort zones and try things with, you know, a burger with, with brioche and, and bacon fig jam mm-hmm. might be the best thing you've ever eaten. But if you're not willing to try it, you'll never know. And that's fine, too, if you want to do your regular stuff. Yeah, I don't know if they still do it, but back in the day, Victory Sandwich Shop, they used to do a um, pimento cheese uh, and cracker appetizer and, and, in, and sort of nestled in the middle of the pimento cheese was a candied bacon jam. Yeah. yeah. Fucking awesome. Yeah, it was a good sandwich. That's what you have to call everything there, even their burgers. They're basically sandwiches. Right. But, um, so all that being said, let's give a rating. Just the burger. Let's not do the whole meal. i give the burger a, a six and a half out of ten. You said it was really, really good. It is, but it's not, it's not uh, as good as the Marlowe's burger. But what's the rating on the Marlowe's Burger, then? 8.9. So that's not good at all. That's pretty good. You would have... No. Based on what I've heard you say over the last few weeks, you've been saying Burger King's been hitting the spot. What would you have been rating those Burger King burgers? The Burger King, Bacon King, that's a solid 7.2. So how disappointed are you right now that you paid... That's a $20 plate. I don't think it's it a, that way. It's a $12 burger that you could have paid I'll say $4 this, for. I'll say this, on the Uber scale... This is a solid eight and a half. There, well, okay, that's, you know, but it's still disappointing. I can't, I can't Six barely rate this unless I go there and get it fresh. Because it's cold. That's it's true. It's soggy. You got to lead out with this stuff. You should have built that up during the actual review. I give it a B minus. But see, I had I, I had seen that coming. I was like, I don't, that's why when you told me $12, I would have considered it if it was like, wow, you have to go there and this thing's still $12? Okay. They must have. They must be doing something. There must be a reason. Can't just be nothing. Well, you didn't see the blowjob I got from the driver. No, I didn't. Was it nice? No, it was not. I give that a four and a half. That's too bad. <laughs> well, this is a. I have to say, by I'm loving this fire. As far as Uber burgers go, it's the best one Uber has ever brought me. I will say that. Because we did a burger place about two weeks ago, and. It was everything I hate about cheeseburgers. Do you still do, not to change the subject, you can tell us more about that, but do you still do your morning shakes? The green juice? Yeah. No. I need to get back into it. Because I've just been, it's been a game changer for me to, to take on that. It's a discipline because there's more mornings than not that I have no interest in drinking that. I, I just do this, um, I bought them at Costco. It's like a kale chunks that are frozen, spinach chunks that are frozen, blended with all these fresh fruits. Bananas, mm. strawberries, pineapples, mangoes. So you make a smoothie. Yeah, and then I put in my own green stuff, the green juice, yeah. and I've added in a little bit of almond milk, banana almond milk, and some regular milk, and those things are just, they set the tone for your day. You just feel so much better, because you get hungry at lunch, you know, yeah. but it's like the right kind of hungry, not like that, like, oh, fuck, I need to eat, and I want to eat everything. It's See, like a nice, like, I could, I could have a nice salad with some chicken. When I did it, I did like a, like a bitter old man's Yeah, I know. Thing. I just wondered if you still did them. I, don't, I know what the, we've gone through your ingredients. I, I did a juice 
Yeah. Cucumber, celery, green apple, ginger, and kale. And some days it could be pretty bitter, but I mean, I attribute, I did that every day without a break, probably for 16 months, every day, Monday through Sunday. And I, I lots of trips to Kroger because you'd, <clears throat> you'd run out of celery, <clears throat> so you'd go pick up <laughs> celery, <clears throat> but you got enough kale to last you another day or two. And then you'd realize, oh, fuck, the ginger's almost gone. And so constant trips to the grocery store just to buy green produce. And I was always buying organic, but self-checkout. I was always buying organic. But I was doing the self-checkout. Oh, yeah, guys. Where I was buying. What a flashback. I was listening to some of those episodes, and I was like, I've given it up. It's time we outgrow childish things. (laughs) And stealing. (laughs) Shit, I did it just the other day. I was just lobbing you a fastball. I did it the other day. I, was, I came home and I said, hey, you see those uh, you see those Oreos right there? There's a, there's a bottom rack discount right there. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> the only times I do it, like I, I, I don't even like think, like, the, when I do it now is when the damn thing doesn't scan. If I scan this thing like three times mm. and there's no attendant around, because you've been to the Kroger I go to. There's yeah. most of those. They're out talking. They're other. They're doing getting buggies or carts, depending upon your geographic location. Right. But I'm like, I'm not going to stand here for all day waiting for this product. But I want it, and it's not my fault that your scanner doesn't work. Yeah. It's never something that's expensive. But so you're just over here. Beef steak. You're coming home with. <laughs> <steak>. <laughs> I was going to say it's never anything big. My I I usually like if I see the total is like about to break ninety, and there's like a a tide left in the cart that I know is like twelve ninety nine. I'm like. I could have easily forgotten to grab that. It's on the bottom, in the back. I'm frazzled. I'm in a hurry. Let's just stop here at 89. (laughs) (laughs) But I've noticed that my Kroger, they now have cameras that are on arms immediately over you. Oh, yeah. So I'm not as as blatant about it, but, uh, you know. The little thing of like tiger balm for like muscle pain gets left behind in the cart, you know, whatever. <laughs> you gotta stop stealing tiger balm from Kroger. What the fuck? Scent, tiger balm? Scented candle. Oh my you know. god. Buy the scented candle. Those are actually. Oh, this podcast is turning into Martha Stewart shit real fast. <laughs> but I bought a candle at Home Depot yesterday, or a few days ago with no expectations. Mm-hmm. And it's been a wonderful candle. And there's a difference. When you buy a decent candle, it lasts a long time. Yeah. You buy a shit candle, it smells like shit, and it's gone soon. I just bought a candle from my buddy that owns that brick-and-mortar uh, antique store, because that's his main bread and butter. Nice. I was down there today, so I went to... I tried I tried to make a conscious effort to buy some things from small places during the holiday season. Oh, okay. So I was like, I'm in I saw the a nice, I had a nice ploy by these big corporate... Um, <clears throat> I can't, like, uh, what was it, Applebee's. So this guy noticed that all of a sudden on his local Grubhub app, he sees this new place, and it's called It's Just Wings. He's never heard of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they only deliver. There's no pickup. Like, he's like, what the hell is this? This is weird. I've lived here for X amount of years. Now all of a sudden there's this wing place that only delivers. So Applebee, it's just wings. It's just wings. <laughs> it, it's fucking Applebee's. Mm. They set this up to, to look like it was a local business and they even did the whole support local business like mm. attachment it's dirty man it's a dirty fucking move and listen all the people at Applebee's need to eat too 
They need to, not not like I'm not I'm speaking Hopefully metaphor. They're not eating it no, at they're not. Yeah, <laughs> I will say I never That's ate there. The worst food. I, it is bad. I, and I I'll tell you when I stop. And this is a big sidebar, but it is what it is. There was a guy that used to come into that when I was running that liquor store. He would come in. I won't say it wasn't like a lot, but it didn't matter because he bought so much. Mm-hmm. And so he'd walk in and to paint the picture. This was a fat man at the end of his rope. This mm-hmm. was. You know, as big as you'll see, and 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 still able to move. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like anywhere from four, it could be four fifty mm-hmm. and short. Not mm-hmm. a big man, and just all the right or all the worst kinds of, of big. And he'd come in before. And he was always wearing the chef smocks, mm. the dark dark pants with white pinstripes, like a chef would wear. <clears throat> right. And uh, well, you know, our listeners might not know what I meant. You mm. do. Mm-hmm. But in Perth, I never asked him any questions because he wasn't in, down to talk, and he was a guy that came in and went right to what he wanted. Same thing every time. It was three of the Burnett's one seven fives, and either he would either get Sprite, Diet Sprite, depending. I was like, I don't think it matters, but <laughs> Diet Diet Sprite or Sprite or orange juice every time he buy. So it was like a hey, bud, you're breathing all heavier that, than listen, normal. Go with the Diet Sprite. All, <laughs> all that. <laughs> Ooh, I can hear your heart beating. <laughs> Thunderous thump. <laughs> uh, I thought I was in trouble, and it's just you. I can hear it. Uh, <laughs> but he, you know, for all that, the entire purchase was only like twenty-two dollars mm-hmm. for three handles of alcohol. So it's the worst type of, of alcohol. It's the worst type of physical shape you can be in. Yeah. And I was like, he's clearly working though. So like, they're like, after all these trips, seeing this dude, I was like, hey man, where you work? You know, I see you, the chef's mom. And he's like, uh, Applebee's. <laughs> And I gave this huff, and he didn't follow up because, yeah. like I told you, he wasn't a very conversational fellow. But you figure when you ask him, like, "Hey, man, what do you do?" and you've seen them a few times, mm-hmm. that it would kind of lead, kind of naturally lead its way into a conversation. And he just came, with, Applebee's, <laughs> and that was it. Signed, it, signed his little check, signed his checkout slip, and skedaddled out the door. And I said to Lee, "I was like, that's it." And I knew which one he was talking about. There's only one that he could physically make it to. The man's not getting... He's not getting into a vehicle and driving. Does Applebee's have a wheelchair around? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it does. But no, the idea... And he, like, when I say it, I have to do the whole thing. Because it was like... I hate to say it, it. was like... You could see the... What's the, the leg stuff? He had diabetes, clearly. Like the purple legs? Yeah. yeah. He had the varicose. He had the... You could see the rashes on his arms. There's a guy who used to play cards with us that came in there looking like that. It was hard to sit next to him. Just not only the smell, but like mm. the general. Dude, you need to like quit. Like you need to stop all this. I was well, yeah. I was waiting for one day for one of these people that said it. They were his friends at the table to be like, you know, hey Ronnie or hey Donald. I don't, it was like something Donald. He's like, which is a fucked up name for a fat dude. Let's be honest. <laughs> for a 400 pounder to be named Donald. Yeah. Dum dum. It just lends right right <laughs> to it. But they here I comes Donald. <laughs> I was just waiting for one of his so-called friends to be like, Donald, you need to, like, stop. Because he would be one of these guys that would drink himself into a stupor at the table. And he was, like, 400 pounds already. Mm. Can you imagine how much alcohol? I think that might have been why no one. <clears throat> he, went, he lost a lot of money doing that. So, of course, no one was going to tell him to stop. Right. Yeah. But, anyways, that's the last time. I, that's literally, I have not been to an Applebee's. I can't. We're, we're over a decade so much that it, it could be. Like fifteen oh, years. I, I, it was black and white the last time I went. It, to I might have been like it could have been like eighteen to twenty years ago because the last time I remember eating at Applebee's, I got a bad. They called it like a southwestern ranch wrap. The food is awful. It was terrible. Like if there's ever been a time when like we're with like a group and they're like, 
What do you guys want to go? Like, how about El Torero? How, uh, let's go to this pizza place. What about Applebee's? Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> You're not invited. You're not coming anymore. <laughs> Applebee's. You go to Applebee's and you die there. <laughs> You're no longer part of this friend circle. That is- oh, their onion rings are good and the waitress there likes me and I get... They've got Surge on tap. Well, yeah, Surge on tap. And I was going to say, what they do... It- okay, listen. We're talking about... Their, the experience of Applebee's. Have some respect but, for yourself. Go but, to Chili's. But let's give them due credit. They've been around for a long time. Yeah. They've been around for a long time, right? Go to Grady's. They know themselves. They know who's coming to eat there. And the joke has always been divorced dads, right? Like, that's where divorced dads go to the bar. Uh, Applebee's. And I remember, like, if you think back, why are we? Why would an 18-year-old, 19-year-old kid with a fake ID go to an Applebee's? One, because you got served. It was never an issue. Mm. And two... Because you could go, and they had those, like, they, they, what they call them, like, 199 margarita nights. Right? Yeah. But it's barely, you see, I mean, if you know anything about it, they're, they're using that, the dog shittest, right. wor- worse than the one that you, what was the one we drank in, you drank in, we drank in. Margaritaville. Oh. <laughs> worse than that, you know? And they're barely pouring it into yeah. shitty mixer. It's like it grand, probably it's real yellow. It, the whole thing. Margaritas are supposed to be a, a delicate lime green. <laughs> and when you go to an Applebee's, you're getting you're getting color hang, number five. You're getting hangover piss yeah. yellow margaritas. <laughs> it looks just like the piss you're gonna have. It's like, oh. hey, this is what you're gonna pee tomorrow. If I'm if I'm happier about if anything to be, I'm so grateful about is that I don't have to do that. Like those terrible hangovers that I never had to experience until at least later in life. All it took was coming into a hangover period for you to go like, I gotta I gotta change this up. Yeah, because it was dumber than shit. The only thing that kept it going was like, I don't get hangovers. <laughs> and the minute I did, I, I didn't, let's go golf I, six don't count. I was like, I don't, I don't yeah, <laughs> I don't know if I it's like. This is, it can't be like this. Because at first I was like, what is going on? Well, yeah, I mean, I, for me, it took having a baby. Like, you only need to have one hangover. At, with responsibilities? At, at seven in the morning <laughs> with an infant to go like, oh, this isn't going to work. <laughs> and, and it's, a, and you know, a real piece of shit, like Applebee's going type of person <laughs> would take the baby to a fire station I opted to stop <laughs> drinking the way I was when I was 21 years old. Yeah, you know, so it's like I still I still have beers and like we had we had some bourbon this past weekend. But hey, man, teach their own. I just know that. It in, like, but just not having. See now, the fear for me would be, if I even have one, it's gonna be like the fear of having any kind of like your body's. Oh fuck you! I'm gonna fuck you up tomorrow for this. You yeah. know, like just the one that I don't want that feeling at. All. I mean, that's like my greatest thing I would, like, when our girls talk to us about it, I can be like, look, I'll be brutally honest, too. You know, I'll tell them the whole truth about it. At least my experience was, mm-hmm. mine came later in life, you know? I didn't really do it the way, the traditional timeline that most kids experience. By the way, I saw a report on NPR. I heard a report, I should say. College drinking is down. I mean, of course, because no one's there. Yeah. But, like, way down, and not just because of the the lack of campus they're like like most like why would you do it anyway yeah for the socialization so it's interesting to see like <clears throat> what kind of blip that'll make on the on the map that is like because we just accept it now right we accept that lifestyle to send like even the kids that we have some genuine faith like if you have a good kid you know 
Yeah. Now you hope they don't fuck up too bad because they're probably going to fuck up. Right. For the most part, you know, your kid's not going to come back from college <laughs> seven years later with a degree in psychology or sociology <laughs> or anthropology, even worse. You know, like, and like, and, and all they have to come with it is. Well, 50. son, you graduated college. What are you going to do? Well, <laughs> I'm going to dig in the dirt. <laughs> I was just giving shit to anthropology majors. They're probably better off than the other two, if we're being honest. At least you have for, some... I'm going to look for fossils. I mean, okay. is that like the was worst that, thing in the world? What's that pay? I don't think it pays would much. You, would that not thrill you at all if, like, even if you were just mildly interested and read some books and, like, you went out camping and you happened to see this outcropping <clears> and you knew just enough about it, you're like, yeah, look at all these years exposed. This is like 2 million, 3 million, 4 million years of history. And you could... What if you, like, dug around there? Would you be... Would that enthrall you at all to find something that was thousands of years old in the dirt? Mm, I mean, it'd be cool, but I, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be like earth shaking for me. So you'd be you'd be more interested in finding like I don't know. Probably wouldn't be interested at all is what you're saying in anything that wasn't money buried in the ground by I some. I mean, when we I went, Kristen and I went to Colonial Williamsburg before the girls were born. Colonial, but continue. And you know, there's people like showing you shit that's been around since since the Constitution was written, you know. And you know like, that whole place is Fugazi. I know. Okay. But they're, they're like, they're showing you how hats were made and paper Glass was blowing. made and how yeah. printing was done. I was like, oh, that's interesting. I, I do that now and it's how they did it then. All right. <laughs> and I mean, that's why like when you like got all hyped about Machu Picchu all those episodes ago, I was like, I, like, Colonial Williamsburg is a great example. Like I went, it's cool to see the way people live Two, three hundred years ago. Yeah, but I'm I'm good. Let's go get a let's go get a sandwich. What if it was several thousand and they had like even less interested? Into, like into, the farther back you go, the less the less moved I'm gonna be. It's pretty sad, man. I mean, I'll say it just because I you know like I said, I know you and you know me. You'd have zero interest in it because I don't think you have to be like a guy that only watches history or, or reads anthropo you know geography and anthropology and you know early peoples but well, just to have zero interest and in, in maybe like to not know that they lived essentially the same way we did just with sans the technology and they had incredible technology like, I mean there's interested. certain cultures that are interesting to me I think Native American culture is pretty interesting I'd visit like a, a, Na- a North American Native American place of some kind you know anthropological place of some kind I'm getting, uh, I'm getting wood smoked over here you know do a rain dance whatever um, yeah, you like the, the Gone with the Wind Native American, I think. Well, I'd be interested to see, like, the soccer with a human head Native American, too. <laughs> like, the fucking one trip. But, like, I, today, uh, I was thinking, about, I'm, we don't have to talk about the president, but I was thinking, like, I think that the guy that who's running the country right now might be one of the dumbest presidents we've ever had. And then I was like, and that's setting the bar really low, because if you think about it, like, you and I sitting here, we're not particularly... Uh, next level intelligent, but we're smart guys. Do you think, <laughs> just you right here, right now, do you think it's a fair statement to say that you know more than John Adams did? Um, it's, that's just too relative, man. Mm-hmm. I don't, like, no, probably not, if I'm honest. That man, because if we're asking... It's like, what is knowing? What do, you, what do you know more in the sense that I know more about the world? Are you smarter than John Adams was? No. But when you take into account all the things that we know now just collectively 
that nobody like there was no medi- the medical science of his era couldn't even hold a candle to what we know now. That's true. They could still do most <clears throat> everything they needed to do. Right, but just in terms like I it, it came to mind because Christopher Hitchens has this quote when he was still alive where the youngest of his daughters knows more about the cosmos than the men who wrote the Bible. That's true. You know, so it's like the farther back you go, just by way of access to knowledge, the dumber human beings got. But we don't know much more about the universe, much more, I don't know, you're asking me... Right, but like when when, when people got cancer in 1780, they're like, oh, you know, they, they didn't even know what to call it back then. Now we not only know what to call it, they we know did, how to treat they it. They did know what, they knew exactly what it was, and they could remove them, there certainly wasn't, you're not gonna... Yeah, I know they did like mastectomies and stuff. My point is, the farther back you go, the less human beings knew about All just right. the natural world. Let's, let me frame it this way. And if, I still think Donald we'll, Trump's we'll the dumbest back. president we've ever had. I don't know why we're on that, <laughs> but John Adams was your example. Mm-hmm. So just on the fact that the man was a farmer, like yeah. could work land, understood soil, understood weather, understood barometric pressure, understood crop rotation, just as a farmer, he's already probably knows more about the natural world than I've ever even thought about. And then you start talking about his, his formal education, because he was white. So yeah. I mean, he's a white guy in Massachusetts. He's law, right? Yeah. yeah. He's a lawyer, and he's well-read. And we were right. talking about all of the Greco-Roman classics. The man read voraciously. Of sure. the founding fathers, he was one of the few that I actually deign to think of with some degree of... Good thoughts. This mm. man had the right way about him. He was also just kind of a fucking, like the rest of them, kind of a egotist, which is kind of par for the course, as sure. we've seen. Sure. The, on that, and then you start talking about diplomacy as, as far as a foreign diplomat. No, like he he knew far more about Europe than I know at, at an age. By the time he was thirty-seven, this man was a genius sure. comparative with what he had access to. No, because that wasn't true, too, because there was a lot of people that had access to it. And to think that, again, it wasn't like, this wasn't some dandy. This wasn't a guy wearing perfumes. This was a a farmer. I'm saying if you two met, you would have to explain electricity to him. Well, he also, if you look at, okay, if you look at it like that, (laughs) the man was friends with Jefferson, the other brightest mind, and they were predicting shit well into the future with stunning accuracy as far as what the world would foresee. I mean, Jefferson alone, with his technology, there's Mm. things that he invented that we still marvel at his time. I mean, this, both of those men, especially John, I mean, especially (laughs) Jefferson, but John Adams in particular are way smarter than either of us by far. But again, if you met him, because like, what do you, you know about you? Bathe okay, how often? Let's talk about like cri- every day. Let's talk about why. Why does that make you smarter? I and just, Christopher Hitchens, he's talking about his daughters know more than the cosmos. That might be true. He's a very smart man. He probably yeah. started them very early. What do you know about the cosmos? Well, I don't know anything. Exactly. About the cosmos, but I have, about, I have access to the information. But you that don't those do anything with it. Have. So what's the point no, of having my, the power? My, my point. My point is that even with the limited knowledge of the earliest Americans. It was all based on the thought of I think the president we have now is the dumbest we've ever had. Well, that's without a doubt, <laughs> or at least, <laughs> and, or at least up the point for being like even when you take into consideration that the first president didn't have electricity or bathe regularly. I, I, th- I don't know where you're <laughs> citing your bathing. I mean, it, unless they didn't have access to it because they were think- traveling. I mean, they they did their. These were at the end of the day. Let's remind ourselves: these were the the wealthy. They were bathing yeah. whenever they wanted to bathe. If they should, hey, listen, I've gone three days without a shower. Even non-drinking. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah. I'm on day two here. I'm not trying to build up a nice film or anything, but 
Some days I just don't fucking want to go take a shower if I didn't do anything outside of taking care of the kid. If I didn't leave the house, I'm not taking a shower. So let's not act like cleanliness was a, a huge problem. I for guess this. my point is the farther back in time you go, the dumber people get. If you go back to Bible time and even farther, I could hard counter that with how look at the world around us, right, my but, friend. But nobody, nobody in this immediate vicinity hears thunder and goes, "Oh, the demons are coming." It's. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm not. Exactly. Not. My point is, and listen, what's, what's even worse about you, I'm not going to call it your argument, but that whole argument in general, is that even with access to all the information for us to know what that is, mm. we still can't come to an agreement on it. Something as simple as thunder in the sky. Because if you go to the right person and you say, what is that? They will say, that's, that's God up there with the angels. That's Jesus like, bowling. What, yeah, that's yeah, Jesus bowling with okay, the God. Okay, thanks. I'm please, just saying, there's, there, there's, yeah, well, they do. <laughs> well, not the Amish. Well, maybe. I guess the Amish folk. I don't to know. quote Hitchens again, he referred to the authors of the Bible as men who knew nothing and were, the, were basically the bawling infancy of our species. I mean, it's so simplistic that it's not something that I would personally <clears throat> refrain away. I know Christopher. I mean, he's got a lot to say, but I think a lot of his talent is wasted in, on, in saying something so stupid. Because to say that every person that wrote one who we don't know who wrote the Bible, we can we can pretend it was God. We can pretend <laughs> that we know, and we can say that Moses wrote this many, and mm-hmm. that you know. Then you get into the Gospels; it's clear who wrote those. Then you get into the Council of Nicaea. Well, and the I'm not. And choosing. I'm not getting into that. I'm just saying generally. <laughs> We don't know, and but to say that they, in the to, to judge anything wholesale, I've said this because mm-hmm. it's the same thing when millennials cry about being labeled millennials or Gen Xers take offense when you or you what's the one that not Gen Xers they don't have any problems the uh, the baby boomers with the the boomer thing okay boomer, okay, boomer. Yeah. all that dumb shit it's just wholesale judging something and, and putting everyone in the box putting baby in that box mm-hmm. knowing full well that we're technically millennials and yet we probably can't be any further outside of the millennial <laughs> circle but do so you, to say do that you this guy in CL man of course but i'm saying when brendan fraser saw fire for the first time in somebody's hand that's an example of he's not dumb but Polly Shore knows more than he does. No, let's just Polly Shore knows what a lighter is. I think I know. And Brendan you, Fraser is a caveman. This is who who yells no. when a, a garbage truck goes by. But listen, I don't I don't get mad at this because <laughs> you've already made it clear you have no interest. Yeah, and you don't have an interest in knowing about those societies and what they were capable of. So why would then I don't want to spend my time trying to compare apples to oranges because <laughs> we look at this time as some great meteoric rise when all really it has been for 50, 60, 70, 80 years. It's just an advance of machines. We're not progressing. If we ever needed a more clear sign of that, we don't need to look outside of the great social network, which has just been an integral part of that the technological awakening, if you will. You had your industrial revolutions. You had all these movements that kind of laid the, the bricks. But just because we have access to this information <clears throat> and we're, we're made aware when there's an Australian wildfire that day, that hour, mm, yeah. just because we know but and we, we have more access <laughs> to the information that's, cho- not, that's chosen to show us yeah. and fed to us by algorithms, you can't make, you can't make the argument that they're any smarter. I guess, I, when's the last time we set a woman on fire for being a witch? You're, what are we talking about? Four <laughs> years in human history comparative to 80,000? I'm just saying, you go back to the, uh, the crucible era of history... Those people were dumb. I just said, you're talking about a very, a pretty limited amount of time comparative to how long human beings have been a, a species on this planet. I do like The Crucible, though. It's a good, it's a good show. I actually don't, is that, that's the one it's with the Win- Winona Ryder, yeah. yeah. Why not? I mean, and that, you know, that's not reality. I mean, that, that stuff did happen, but that, again, that was, 
that movie and that script was written more about McCarthyism, which is a really fun case study. Yeah. Because look at it's what McCarthy attempted to do with Roy Cohn, hello, who become Trump's <laughs> lawyer in the 70s and, and remained so till his death. Mm-hmm. That whole McCarthyism was something that Trump, this is Trumpism. That's what, it's, it's what it will go down as. It's Trump, it's also Gingrichism. That, I don't, we're getting, <laughs> we're getting, I, all I'm saying is I, I, it's a, Christopher Hitchens can't make that comparison. You can't make that comparison. I can't make that comparison. When, I just when, know when, that when I'm we don't have any... to not believe in witches. Okay, and people that, in that era were dumb enough talk, to believe super, in witches. Okay, that's just one aspect, superstition. <laughs> yeah, I'm not stupid. I didn't say you were. They were, but I, by comparison to me. Okay. Except for maybe indigenous people who haven't seen a light bulb before. Can you build a fire inside two minutes without <clears throat> one of these happy fire logs that we throw in here? Well, no, but I no? don't. No? No. Can you catch a fish without a modern fishing lure and tackle? No. Right. Can you set up living quarters or find fresh water on a whim because you have to to survive? No. So who's smarter? It's not really a question of skills. It's Seriously. A question no, of, I know, but it of, is, though. It's survival. So if you're saying your only, your only notion that makes you smarter is your lack of superstition and yeah. really your condemnation of it, and that includes religion, which is fine. Mm-hmm. That's the only element that makes you smarter when you can't do the basic skills of survival and you're telling me that we're smarter. And, I, and we're the same person, by the way. I can't <laughs> – I mean I can build a fire. It would take me more than two minutes and I need flint. So if I happen to have flint on me, yeah. okay. Yeah, no, I but mean – Are we smarter? The people of that era could uh, whittle a fire like Brendan Fraser and Encino Man does. Oh, man. Know. I love this argument because I know you're not even trying anymore or, uh, when we're or, referencing. Uh, or I've seen the bow and arrow trick before. With the or the the bow where you the modern sling thing or the no it's it's like it's like uh, like an Indian bow sorry Native American first people first people bow but the, the there's a lot of slack in the string and there's a stick the best part of this is when they're listening the and I did the whole can you do this and I was going on the checklist mm-hmm. but Rusty was like yep 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 <laughs> did yep. that one today <laughs> did that one today. <laughs> That's what we learned first thing out here in Loganville. No, but mean, we, so that's my point is that yeah, you can make your argument for superstition. Skills. Earlier people had more survival it's not sur- skills. I mean, listen, but that's they weren't day more to day. intelligent. How do you know? <laughs> because they set women on fire. How it dude, takes they, a stupid person to do that. Were they inundated with con- with with the war- come on, man? You're talking about byproducts. We're talking about intelligence. You're they, telling me that there wasn't the, a they person as intelligent. Fires because I got about five women. We got to scorch before the devil comes. And you're going back to like 1670 <laughs> again. Yeah, Eighty thousand years of human history, and you're telling me the intelligence, like there hasn't mm. been a thinker like Michelangelo that just didn't happen to have the medium to work through. Some of these, some of these, they just found another cave statue that extends miles. Mm-hmm. Okay, and to give you a because people have this idea in school when they see it in their books that it's stick men chasing wild herds of other stick-looking buffalo or whatever creature they large, you know, fauna they were they were going after, right? But what you don't think about on these sands, on these massive artistic structures is that they're in the air. They had to have built scaffolding to get up there, right? So you're mm-hmm. talking about some 40, 50, 60,000 years ago, they're building scaffolding. Here's the other cool stuff. The paint on some of these walls is absolutely <clears throat> done a certain way. The black goes down first, followed by the red, followed by the white. It's the same every time. There's always central figures in there that look fi- similar, if not the same. Mm-hmm. And two miles long. The, they had to use fat to make the paint, which would have been an extremely valuable resource, right? You need fat for flavor. You need fat to stay warm. You need fat for cooking. It's endless for fire. 
it goes on and on. So for them to sacrifice that for paint, we obviously know they were thinking about something. They were trying to figure out the stars, right? They were searching for the same answers that everyone searches for, whether you're Christopher Dawk- or Dawkins, Hutchins, Hitchens, Hitchens, or you're some, <laughs> the Pope. They're all looking for answers, right? But these people were sacrificed. And again, buildings showing real thought and ingenuity thousands of years before human beings ever thought, you know, if we build some scaffolding, we might be able to build a double-decker house. I guess well, the disconnect for me is if you have this early civilization that had that it, level of intelligence, it's like, well, why were they also setting people on fire? You're not... Why is this your thing? What, what are you... Who's setting who on fire Because well, when then? you hear about those early, like, early, early human history, you have, like, like Mayan human sacrifice. That's not early, early human history. That's 1,200 years ago. They were doing the same thing in Europe. Were people in the same thing in the Spanish Inquisition? Were people in the eras you're talking about having human sacrifice? How would we know? But I'm saying forty thousand years ago. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But just if for someone to argue to me that they weren't as intelligent, knowing what we know about lost cities and and Machu Picchu, the building process Mm -hmm. of having to build that, it's not like they went up to a big chunk of rock Mm -hmm. high in the mountains. And just built this st- stone monstrosity for the king. It was a, pl- from what they know about it, it was a palatial resort just for the king and his people, right? But they had to build these incredible irrigation dishes. Mm. Everything you see there is designed as if an engineer did it, well before we had the word engineer. Sure. That's what I'm saying. We, we've labeled the, Eng- we got the English language, we've got all of our language. Say that makes us smarter too, and I'm saying I don't think that's true either because they've been engineering right here in America. Mm-hmm. The biggest dirt, dirt pyramids that were bigger and thousands of years before the ones in Egypt. So you just can't stack dirt. I would challenge anybody to go out and stack <laughs> their own pyramid in their backyard. Rusty did. He, he probably has, <laughs> but he would be. But he'll be the first to tell us it, yeah. you, you cannot just stack dirt and build a structure. You need someone to come around and knows exactly what they're doing. And what does that mean? That means laying in tons of hard stone, building gravel gravel over top of that, layer on layer on layer on layer, so that you get water that will that will you don't have standing water in the actual mud pile. And you t- built these things hundreds of feet high. Yeah. Here, and you're, someone would tell me that they aren't as t- as intelligent as us because we're like like. <laughs> Laughing at fucking shit well, online. I mean, I go back to the first Hitchens quote. His kids know more about the cosmos than the people who wrote the Bible did. But, we okay, know, I mean, that's 2,000 years ago, and he has a beef with Christianity. He's not, he doesn't have a he beef. He has a beef with all religion. Okay, that's fine. That's a, but that's a one-trick argument to get into the superstitious thing. I'm talking, you, you asked me about human intelligence. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. I just think about how stupid I think most people are today. 100%. And how much we know. Like, But how, we don't. How much we we're, have, we're supposed to be the smartest. Well, I mean, we know about we know about things that people didn't know about at a certain point in time. Like just about, in general, like just a out. basic first grade okay. education, H- you H- learn shit that people no, didn't know about. I got you, but help me out. Quantify. When you say we, mm-hmm. how much do you, how many people are we talking? Give me a percentage. I don't know, but I mean, in in, in modern, off the top, you can take fifty percent of Americans. None of those people have any interest, or nay, have never had interest mm. in the cosmos quote unquote so <clears throat> who is the we who, who knows more because we're, when you look at a celestial calendar which is what Stonehenge essentially is and mm. know that those those rocks lugged thousands of miles aligned perfectly for the summer and winter stolces so they follow the sky and then we got we have a, another 
You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Tell me those people are smarter. I'm what the people you're talking about from those eras. And I'm not talking. These aren't the people. This is just human the populations. The civilizations for those times were were advanced. There's no question. But they didn't know that when it thunders, it's not a god in the sky. I don't know that we. I don't know what forty thousand, eighty thousand <laughs> years ago. I know that when you when you choose to package it in this whole. The Hitchens argument when it's clearly a beef with the religion, that's where it loses Well, me. I go back to Encino Man. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. I go back to Encino This has got to be the last one, and it should be the pancreas he a shovel. He threw a shovel at a dump truck. Like, Look, we know what a dump truck is. He doesn't. Well, I don't know, man. We've made the joke before about if I you think, brought John well, Adams well, to the present day and you handed him a smartphone, he'd be like, why don't I smell shit everywhere? Well, that's true. <laughs> That like, is, oh, because we figured out how to make it to where there's not shit everywhere. Uh, I mean, but here's the thing about that. That's not, that's that's a new thing. The, you have this, most people have a concept in our daily lives, but we don't have that, per, uh, we have a personal connection to our shit. Well, at some But we don't live in shit, like you said. At some point, but that's new. human beings said, that's hey, new. we don't need a thoroughfare lined with doo-doo. That's new in our culture. <laughs> whatever this rendition of humanity in this day, whatever it's become, what we live in shit right now, it's just that Americans, for the most part, don't. But even that's only for the most part. But that's no gauge of a society's intelligence, I'll say that, because it wasn't that long ago that American streets were just awash I know, and shit. at some point we figured out we don't need doo-doo in the road. Well, it took us an awfully long time, <laughs> and I know that there's plenty of cultures that existed before us that did and didn't live in shit and didn't have access to modern modern plumbing or yeah. you know ways of thinking about where to put the doo-doo shit. Well, and you've got civilizations now, like they say in India, like there's literally shit everywhere. There is shit everywhere from it's like, what well, I've seen. well, there's another reason I don't want to go there. It does look <laughs> sad. I had a friend that went and they said that they started in the north and they said that was their worst just mistake they made because when you come into northern India, it's like the trashiest and it gets, stays that way mm. until you kind of get into the south. But so they said that have it to do it all over again they would have only done it that way because at least then you're headed towards something yeah whereas if you start in the south you're like oh india's can be kind of pretty oh look at all this water I mean, the bay of bengal this is beautiful and then you travel north and you're like oh shit all that diarrhea on the ground there's little, there's people just pissing and pooping here there's trash everywhere don't drink the water actually don't do anything so we'll let the court of public opinion hold sway on a, on the smarter argument I'm sure that we'll get a text because they'll probably be saying, don't go on any more 30-minute rants. <laughs> don't ask Austin about John Adams ever again. I like John Adams. I, I just, do, too. I just know that if we brought him here today, his mind would be blown. If I took you to 1776, your mind would explode. It would, you, you, your adjustment would be no easier. That's the thing. It's like you have this thought that like he comes here and his mind explodes with technology and lights. Mm-hmm. Whereas we're, it's quite the inverse. You're going back to the piss and shit days where a simple cough turns into fucking, you know, the yeah, Spanish flu. they didn't have medicine. They did have medicine. They but didn't it, have it, ibuprofen. No, they didn't. No, we developed so that. So that doesn't support your argument. You're over here saying his head would explode. I'm saying yeah. yours would too. Yeah, You're no, I'd be sitting there going. My, I'd be sitting there going. First of all, you don't need wool. There's a such thing as polyester filling. Second of all, if you have a fever, take a fucking Tylenol. Oh, this is this is. Oh, good, you don't have Tylenol because you haven't developed it yet. It is where we're very different. I, You're I, smart for your time, but I have Tylenol. You don't. I get in. I <laughs> I am hooked on this. It's on Disney Plus, and I didn't know this. I, I've been a fan of the show for years, but this Life Below Zero. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen this show? No. Uh, 
I think it was Discovery Channel, but it's all bought up by Disney. Everything's Disney now, but it's just a show where they show life for these people. Is usually within a season, it's the same three people, but segmented like a TV show would be, and they're living below zero. They're living miles, either a couple miles north of the Arctic Circle or 200 miles north where there's just nothing but ice. Mm. So you track this life, and I just love it because I guess it's a lot like what I'm saying. The shit that they know right here in the world that we live in not some other time the shit that someone knows about survival but i don't know how, i don't know i don't want you to minimize it but about survival i think they're survival, 10 times smarter they I, see things with different <laughs> eyes i think survival skills are fine and no i can't build a fire my my point i guess i'm not taking credit for what our society has now but <laughs> but the fucking the advil is the perfect example of what i'm trying to say in john adams time you had to have 10 kids because you knew six of them were going to die <laughs> i don't have to have 10 to keep the two that i have i wonder if they ever caught on like you know we've tried this seven times maybe it's just not meant to be yeah you know i know doctors existed back then that were trying to tell women like there were to, so just so you'll feel better there were plenty of people who had what we, you would consider far in advanced knowledge of what was going on in the human body. It's just that they did run up against the superstitious angle. Yeah. And they did run up against not just that, but the, the common cures, the stuff that we all think of now as like, well, I drink a shot of apple cider every day because my granny did it. Well, that was pretty good. And they've been doing that for, <laughs> you know, 400, 500 years, figuring out that vinegar is good for you. Right. There's things that we figured out that we didn't know. We Like the average person wouldn't be able to say... I, this is what this is. Right. I don't know, but if you said to them, this hurts or I have this, they'd be like, we got that. Right. So it's the idea yeah, of yeah. intelligence versus any comparison. Any comparison. Right. I, again, I'm not taking credit for the advancements in society. I'm just saying if you took me back in time, be like, why are you, why are you got all these kids dying from fever? Why don't you give them a Tylenol? Oh, we don't have that yet. Like, yeah, I know, because you <laughs> haven't developed it. I come from a time where you literally take a white pill and your fever goes away. <laughs> You know, I, and I'm sure there's going to be a handful of people in the courthouse you're dragging me to. They're going to call that witchcraft. So I better get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I, that's the other part that I, I won't say is frustrating for a guy that does love history. He's probably headed back to school here soon. It's just that you keep going back to this extremely limited window of time. I just, I know I'd be safe. Can we, like, will you at least acknowledge that? That's all I'm asking. I'm not trying to win the argument, but acknowledge this, this fixation with burning and witchcraft. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess answer You're me this. You're going back to you, such a small okay, window Okay, well, time. answer me this. Do you think that the people of that era for believing in witchcraft were stupid? I, it's, okay. Is every person that voted for Donald Trump stupid? Uh. At, be honest. We both know. 60-40. Okay, sixty forty stupid, right? Yeah. Okay, but there's still those four people. Yeah. So if you lived your whole life and every single entity that existed in it and had any part in the formulation of the id of mm-hmm. you, had always explained that this happens because the night witch comes and blesses us on the solstice, or this happens because the evil the evil spirit of the lake comes up. Just don't but, act like you would have but some. Donald Trump's there. We can see him. Like the the vote the vote equation doesn't quite work okay that's fine but don't but don't act like you can't imagine that you can position your relative experience to theirs so there i'm sure there were smart people that were everyday smart and might have even plenty did Mm -hmm. have a a thought that this is not right Mm -hmm. 
Like, there can't really be witches. That's an old wives' tale. Plenty of people knew that. It doesn't make them less smart for actively participating in, in what was their culture. It's like you're judging them for something that would have been inherently passed down. Like, the, the spirit of Christmas that we have <laughs> is so inherent. Yeah. We didn't really start celebrating that in America. In fact, they didn't want us to in America until the Germans and the Quakers did it. And then it dies off until, what's his, A Christmas Carol, the greatest story ever told. Mm-hmm. Ever told, in my opinion. Mm. Uh, Scrooge. Co- yeah, yeah, comes out. Dickens writes Christmas Carol, and then all of a sudden, it's it's it was literally like the early, it it went viral. That's right. what Christmas did when Charles Dickens wrote a Christmas I Carol. I love the Muppet so Christmas we, Carol. So the same devotion we have to our holidays, and I know you love Christmas like I do. Yeah, it's the same kind of devotion they would have had towards any type of solstice, which it is, right. or, or an event. They would have said the the nymphs of the forest. All the stories that dicks that dicks are. Oh boy, there's a fun studio. <laughs> dicks are. It's probably already out there. Damn. Oh uh, yeah, we could develop like like Pixar style porn. Oh. F- Fuck yeah. And you know there is a huge market for that shit. We could make Pixar Owen Gray have sex with Pixar Riley Reed. Well, we have to, like, have... It has to be this... Well, no, we don't want to get too weird with it. I was going to say princessy. <laughs> no, 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 no. It, it, it'll just be Toy Story-style animation, but with porn. Uh-huh. There's, an, there's a market there. What were we It talking? probably already exists to, <laughs> to some degree. Oh, we were talking about... Pixar. I, I had this thought. Wait, wait, what was I just talking about with Pixar? I don't remember. I got high. I was talking to my, my best friend the other day, uh, and we were, um, I said, I remember when we first bonded, we both realized that part of what we bonded over is that we're both like major elitists. And I was like, and I've always realized about myself that I'm kind of a cultural elitist. Like, if you tell me there's a culture in Africa that circumcises little girls... I think that's a stupid culture, and I don't care what the arguments are going back to how it began. That's a stupid culture, and I think my culture, even though my culture is kind of shitty, I think my culture is better because nobody's circumcising girls in my culture. It's a it's a distillation. It's frowned on. It's, it's frowned. And it's a you know to kind of like what you're saying with Hitchens. It's it's really like honing in on one specific thing but when you tell me there's like an African tribe that cuts the clitorises off a little girl like that's a dumb culture that culture needs to go away right as far as I'm concerned and listen I'm not here to argue that you don't have a Every right to sit here and say I'm better than you because you female it's called female genital well no you're talking about something that's very that's, that's rites of passage the one I think you're talking about and then there's tribe like aggressive warfare with female genital mutilation well, there's, also, there's a there's a um, an Islamic sect who that knew does it too. heavy this is there's heavy. an Islamic sect that does it too to keep women basically from enjoying sex right no, I know so I'm not saying I'm smarter than they are I'm just saying I'm better than they are and that's fine I'm because not, I don't hey, do that you think the way you want to think I'm so, not saying that that's right or wrong there's but part I, of me that, that knows if we could time travel hey I'm a white guy I'm probably going to be fine no matter where we go but I'm going to be shaking my head a lot I mean <laughs> I don't, I'm not entirely I, I think you would be and I think that while you would shake your head at some of the oh wow that's cool I never know you could build a fire like that hey do me a favor though don't set these women on fire it's, it's the short changing that you're doing it's like <laughs> it wouldn't be the fire that would impress you it would be the collection of food not just the going out and getting it but the entire I mean you gotta think about the industry yeah. of setting up a city and you're talking about a city that was on right at the border of Mississippi and Louisiana that had 15,000 people in it you know, twelve, thirteen thousand years ago, the, yeah. it was the it that that city was bigger than New York was for two hundred years. I mean, you, or for or thousands, twelve thousand years before. But I'm saying it would rival any big city 
for it, there wouldn't be another city like that yeah, to give you perspective there, to think a, of how that would have to run where I could, I'd be wowed and then at some point I go hey let me show you what happens when you put salt on the potatoes they had that <laughs> that's another conception that you think is I know you guys recent. don't have a lot of spice because that's to travel here by ships and half of them <laughs> go down in the ocean I have a whole cabinet full of this shit because I come from a time when we've just figured that out so let me show you how to make you know thyme and rosemary garlic potatoes like what Oh, man. You're, I'm not smarter than you. I, I just have access to more shit than you, dude. I, I, I honestly, you know, I think you would rival Carl Pilkington. If I could get, <laughs> if I had the money, if I had the, the might, as he says, as Ricky says, about, of BBC behind me and Sky, Sky News, I would send you on I these places. Go. And I you have, would. You I would go. No interest in you would no You would go because you, you'd, get, you'd get paid. It's you the get only paid. time I agreed with Donald Trump, like, yeah, there's a lot of shithole countries. Yeah, well, you'd get paid, and you'd go, <laughs> and the whole world would marvel, would just marvel at watching you do it. You'd be, it, it would be a viral, and for all the right and wrong reasons, you'd have your, your, uh, your detractors, and you'd have your fans. I'd try the food. I will say this. I'd try the food. There's certain things I wouldn't try. Like, when I watch Anthony Zimmern, like, eat fresh tripe, he's like, oh, yeah, you can still taste the... I think it's Andrew Zimmern, but we don't have to be. What did I say, Anthony? Yeah, I think you got oh. Bourdain and Zimmern mixed up. You know, when he goes to, like, an African tribe and eats tripe, and he's like, hey, you can still taste the shit in this one. Like, I don't want to eat that. But I'd, I'd, I'd try the food in most places, you know, but... This wouldn't be a food show. I mean, it would be a relative... Like I said, it would be everything show, like Carl did. It would be going to experience. Like, if you go to Rio, you don't just go to, like, one thing. It, when they sent him to the Seven Wonders of the World, it wasn't <laughs> like they ever sent him straight to the Great Wall of China. They, they made that man experience some China, hmm. whether it was what you would consider third world or whatever. That's, that's a country I have no interest in ever going to. I don't want, I, I would love to go to China. I just don't want to go now because I feel like it's just the, it's, it's one of those times where you could get into a country and be like, the, the reverse terminal, I get stuck or, it, or even worse, like imprisoned in China. Yeah. If, I mean, this country has come so dangerously close to turning into a Russia or China where they just air quote re-elect the same president over and over again <laughs> and there's no actual real democracy. Uh, I heard that Mitch McConnell told Republican senators the other day, like, do not, on January 6th, do not try to recall this election and have the legislature, like, do not do that. How do we get into this? Um, Remind me, I can't. Help. Well, I was making the comparison. Like this country has come eerily close to what we used to make fun of in China and Russia for these faux democracies, where they have a president, but there's not a real election because he just keeps getting reelected. My, what I was getting to is, I don't like. I know this country has come close, and it's not over yet. I don't want to go to a country like that. Like I've seen a lot of Russian women on Instagram. They're beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, the mm-hmm. there's. You know the the what's the the famous building in in Moscow with the with the the sort of Arab looking tops to it. What's that called? It's Red Square, but yeah, it'd be the cool. Kremlin is yeah, what you're Kremlin. actually talking. About. It'd be cool to see that. I'm I don't need to go though. I'm good. Again, I just don't want to put right now. Into and you know, see, we'll see if I get you know another twenty forty years. I I would I would think about. It. I just don't want to. Right now seems like a time. I don't want to be in a country where I feel like at any minute tensions could flare and now i'm not a tourist anymore i'm i'm probably a potential spy i'm a potential spy yeah so they're just going to carte blanche man because i had a friend that got in some trouble in china yeah you've you've i told told that story story, and it's like to think that you have to that you can get out but uh, do you have ten thousand yen i don't remember exactly how much that was in american dollars but you know they know what they're doing over there 
They know what they're doing. But I, again, it's just this, it's only frustrating in the sense that you're, you're so one-track minded on it. You wouldn't hear me out about intelligence. But I like the argument. I just... How about, were you privy to my argument with producer Burke to get into a Christmas theme about Die Hard being a Christmas movie? I know that everyone has the argument. I don't, I've never seen Die Hard all the way through. Well... At least not in one sitting. Have you seen Home Alone? Yeah. Then you've seen Die Hard. Oh. <laughs> like, for real? Essentially. And, and producer Burke on Facebook said... I still don't agree that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Apparently, Burke is a Die Hard, no pun intended, it's not a Christmas Christmas. movie guy. And I said, well, then Home Alone's not a Christmas movie, because for my money, they're both about a single man (laughs) or boy who fends off a building from bad guys with booby traps. (laughs) They both take place at Christmas. They both mention Christmas, but it's not really about Christmas. And they both involve a, uh, is it a protagonist, the main character, Bruce Willis or Macaulay Culkin, right. fending off bad guys with booby traps in a building. Yes, yes. So When was if, this argument? This was on Facebook. Oh. Uh, I, it was written. I said, so if Die Hard's not a Christmas movie, then I hate to break it to you, Home Alone's not a Christmas movie either. Right. And nobody's making that case. And I think Burke mostly said, I love your argument. I still don't agree that it's a Christmas movie, but that's the best argument I've ever heard for it. And what's funny is, literally yesterday, Eric Erickson said the same thing on WSB. You really listen to those guys a lot, don't you? Well, <coughs> I listen to him on the ride home usually, because he comes on right when I usually get in the car. And uh, today he was all fired up about the Republican turnout and early voting for the Senate. I'm like, yeah, whatever. What, what do you mean? The, apparently, like, the the word on the ground, as he likes to put it, because he's got, you know, friends with the election, that uh, Republican turnout's looking really good right now. That's good. If you like, if you want a Republican-controlled Senate, I suppose it's good. Um, that's just what it's going to be. It was always going to be that, <laughs> so. I did have a hope that we w- that the Democrats would take it over and the, that we would have, like, some sort of, like, Viking funeral for Nancy Pelosi. I'm just glad Alan got a chance to, to hear some of those beautiful ads today. <laughs> and the thought that poor Brian down there in North Georgia's Florida line, Georgia, Florida line has hey, to hear him too. It's like I said at the top of the show, depending on how you say it, goddamn America could be a real positive. It's just <laughs> goddamn America. I just wish they would just, it's just sad across the board. You know, I see, t- I see chatter on some, some corners of the web about maybe this is the time for a third party. And I mean, Where's that super intelligent person that you're telling me about? Where's all these super intelligent people that would just know exactly what to do in this scenario and say, you know, y'all don't have to do this. I'm I'm super intelligent and we're super. This is the other super intelligent people I have around me. Why is no one being that intelligent? <clears throat> just because there's just a, they don't care or there's the super intelligent people are more wound up getting no, those I dollar bills somewhere else. Uh, That's more likely. They're more likely just not willing to give up huge, you know, what their own ambition is to get filthy fucking rich doing it in the private sector. That's what it it's is. It's possible. There, you know, to echo your point about early civilization, there are smart minds in the mix, but they, I mean, there are smart Republicans, and then there's Donald Trump. You know what I mean? Like, and the smart ones usually get talked over because they're not as polarizing. Or, or they just don't say shit. But, like... You know, there's guys out there that have good ideas for how society should go. Whether or not it actually ever goes that way is up to a mass of really stupid people. In this day and age, 
with access to free, basically free media. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Yeah. Free media where you have your bandwidth can be millions, millions of Americans. Find me an excuse to not have a third party or at least have something viable. And in no way can you call the Libertarian Party viable. So I'm talking about. I think we're seeing the emergence of one because you sent me that 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 link about Trump people in Georgia chanting, you know, burn the GOP. Well, I think you're going to get a third party in the Trump. Well, that's going to split it two ways. So it's just more about that's not a third party. Those are the radicals that are creating something else. Right. Right. So that's like borderline. That's idolatry. What's, fascism. What's funny about those people are those are the people who will tell you that the only reason that they've gone this far is because the left went too far left first. It's like, really? Because the left isn't forming its own party right now. <laughs> you are. <laughs> that's not the party I'm talking about. I'm talking about like you're, if you use your 60, 40, those 40 are going to leave. And that it's, it's, then it's a caucus power. That's 40% of the, what used to be the mighty Republican Party. Right. Now you mix in the people who had skewed left, like myself, mm-hmm. based only on circumstance for the most part. Right. And, I, you know, those people are going to say, I might be interested in hearing something else out. And they've got this really eloquent human being saying these things. And he talking about, he's saying salient points and trying his best to reflect on what a little bit of each side is doing if for no other reason than to keep your active eyes on that super right. Like, fuck that, version. man. Let's go over here to this crowd. They got hats. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, you'll find out. You'll find out how devoted those 40 are to not living in an idiocracy, to not living in an autocratic nightmare yeah, where we're just going from you know reality TV star who want like I just don't want to know anything about. There were days when you're when I was before this, like <laughs> just before this BC, fuck face ass 2016, but really go back to like 2008 ish, maybe even before that. So maybe I'm wrong, but you didn't know what the president was doing every day. That alone, just like be the yeah, president, that's nice. just be the president. We don't we don't have the capacity. Yeah. We don't have the the wherewithal. We're not intelligent. And now we're speaking generally. Yeah. We're not smart enough to keep track. I I didn't know what Obama did every day. I know he wore a tan suit. That one time. And I know that he, like, he prefers Dijon. (laughs) And I know those were, those were big deal issues (laughs) in those days. They still hold the beef. But anyways, I'm just saying... There, that 40% that doesn't want to live in that and understands that that's why they did vote for Joe Biden this time or abstain mm. from voting, whatever, but they certainly weren't going to vote for, for Donald J. They're, they <laughs> might be very interested to hear someone say, you know, I used to be about small government mm-hmm. and lower taxes and more, you know, welfare coming from other sources other than the state. There's, there's arguments to be made. I used to be about that, and that's what defined my republicanism. Now, I don't know what the fuck. I, I'm watching TV, and these people are fucking crazy. The, really, left, that, the left's uh, getting crazier. That, it doesn't really matter who's tipping the fucking seesaw at any given moment. That Michigan Republican congressman just left the party. Did you see that news? I did. But he's I'm like, saying like, like that. I don't know what this party is because it's not the party I joined. He seems like that's a smart move, but we'll see. We'll see. It, it, you know, where was he... You know, the I don't. I saw that, and my, my thought was like, the same thing that goes through my head is I don't have any heart for vengeance, but I shall not forget. It's like when they put your names on the list, yeah. and you saw the thing where the news were saying, "Well, at least they signed it, so we know who they were." Mm-hmm. These 146 <clears throat> Republican congressmen. It's just I don't have any forget. So I, where were you when it was crazy as fuck four years ago? 
It, the shit didn't. It yeah. started, and it, it's been a fucking freight train ever since. It's not as if. Well, that question goes back to the witch burning thing I had mentioned before. Like, yeah, there were people who probably thought this is a dumb idea. Where were you when we were setting them on fire? I don't know how that gets you back to your witch burning argument. Well, you were saying that not everybody during that era was like, yeah, let's set her on fire. Some people. How were many people do you think were around in the crowd to see that witch burning? I don't know. My my, my it's very isolated and also a very like, isolated piece time. I'm saying I don't know. This my is point is, if there were people around in that time ago, that's barbaric and stupid. They weren't saying a whole lot because they still set women on fire. Well, they did that in 1940, from 1939 to 1945. Entire nations did the same fucking thing. Well, they're dumb nations too. These are some of the most industrialized yeah. and foremost thinking nations on earth. Still stupid. Okay, so if it's that wholesale, <laughs> then we're still that fucking stupid. And the argument could be I mean, made that we were much the, smarter in a different the, era. The tribes that circumcise girls know how to cook meat all the way so they don't get sick. They're still stupid. Oh, man. I, you you got to have more. You got to come to the gunfight with more than one shot with these. It's like the, like the circumcised girls. Well, at least you added that. So it's witches and circumcised girls and burning time, people. Like in the Bible times, they said, you know, don't eat pork. It's like, actually, pork's fine. You just have to cook it the right way. Wow, we've just decided. I can't, I can't argue this. Uh, it's not even an argument. There's no debate to argue there. Don't eat fish on Friday. But unless you forget. It's not. There, there's going to be 40% that might want to define and say that this is not the way. And I, I think uh, it, it's just right for it. So I just wonder where are these... A centrist party? Because a lot of it's not just brains either. A lot of it's fucking want to. That's everything and in life. there's tactics involved. And then... You'd also, you have to have somebody suss it all out, like some dude who's just been, like, sucking that Trump dick for however many years. He's like, hey, I'm one of these new centrist guys, too. He's like, no, you're not. No. No, you're not. We I remember you. I don't Get think so at all. I, I even told, I told uh, Mr. Charleston about this. He was talking to Alan. But I was, Alan, I was like, you just need someone smart. That's really all you need here, smart, and they have to want to do it because someone's going to have to not come in. If, if it's change, whatever your platform, whatever you're appealing to the masses, you have to actually adopt some of the practices. That's the, the worst part is to affect any real change, I think, in this country moving forward and probably for the last however many years. The, the whatever progressive, and take away the term as we think it, now, right? Mm-hmm. Just the person that's thinking progressively wants to move forward and, and use all this, what we've learned and all this intelligence you, you were harping on about that we, now that we don't burn women, right? And yeah, we take Advil when we have fevers. And all those things, and right? we don't set people they're, on fire. They want to move forward, but they're looking at a system and they're understanding and they're seeing the multitude of examples where someone else has tried to do that, but because they didn't do something or because they did it this way, someone says, we have to operate within this system that we think is broken. Mm-hmm. Right, you have to operate within it for a second because you're you're coming into again fifty percent, sixty percent retards right. who can't handle upheaval <laughs> like that, and they're going to demonize anything that looks like real change. That's the response to yeah, the system, yeah, right? They're going to start yelling about the Constitution, whatever. Yeah, stuff that they don't know about, like the cosmos <laughs> and the fucking Constitution. They don't the have, Constitution. My, I got one in my pocket. I got it from <clears throat> Sean Hannity. They downloaded the app that was fucking had a forward from Sean Hannity with his highlighted favorite bits. <laughs> but anyways. Yeah, when it says the, it right there in the Bible: "Man shall not lay with another man." <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> okay, well, it also says women shouldn't wear makeup. So you're gonna go what wipe your face. What, what, what were we talking about? <laughs> Anyways, someone's third party. You're just gonna have to, someone's gonna have to want to do it, and they're gonna have to operate within that system, and that requires a lot of patience. That requires something more than just intelligence. Mm-hmm. Plenty of people are super fast, 
and plenty of guys are super fast and have dreams of the NFL. And you can be a guy that runs a four two five and get drafted just because of that speed and then never play a down in the fucking football league. Yeah. It's the same thing here. You can be intelligent, and there's probably – there might be someone out there thinking – Knowing they know the right people, knowing they know the right network to, to, to start doing that, but they have to yeah. want to do it, Everything's and then they're going to have to of effort and luck and timing, and the timing and the luck kind of go hand in hand. I mean, timing with certain things is everything. Like, think about think about like Farrah Fawcett. <laughs> Farrah Fawcett died on the same day as Michael Jackson. Yeah, she got no press. If she had died on any other day, she would have gotten. A shitload more press than she did. Okay. Timing is everything. That's true. I just watched a documentary that was pretty good, and they mentioned that the reason this story didn't get as big as it did because, like, the very next day something crazy happened. It was the guy that saw that made a tank out of a large industrial bulldozer mm. in Granby, Colorado, and then took out, the like, his enemies in the town. And by took out, I mean, like, demolished <laughs> their homes and businesses. Oh, good for him. It, so we listen. All wanted to do that. I don't remember. I, I think it was called Tread, but watch the shit if you have some time to kill. Because I'd seen. Okay, I saw this shit. This just, sounds just, like something Rusty could do. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for fuck. Like, well, I'll say this: if I had to, if I was thinking about doing it, yeah. I'd probably end up contacting Rusty. Well, yeah, because he sells the 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 tractor tractor equipment. But so, I, I, yeah. John Deere is not what I'd be looking for because no. this guy went to like some auction and found this Japanese mega earth mover. Yeah. And had it shipped at 1 o'clock in the morning. But it was a really interesting documentary because I saw this shit. And I remember thinking, how the fuck do I not know this? That's how crazy that was. Because it was on one of those, like, 3.30 on, on PBS, uh, TBS during the day. Like, world's wildest police chases. <laughs> or, like, world's wildest videos. Yeah. You know, the producers of the Girls Gone Wild shit that were trying to get legit or something, you know. So it was like, I saw it and I was like, that's crazy. But in this documentary, they, they lay it out why this man was so pissed off. Like, they, they break it down from his side. Mm-hmm. So there's, it was like, I won't say it was manipulation, but you're like, <laughs> by the halfway point, you're like, man, yeah, fuck yeah, let's build this fucking tank, son. <laughs> I was like, ready. I was like, dude, I would like, if this was me, they I'd be raped r- his girlfriend. No, it, was, it wasn't a Chuck Norris movie or some <laughs> shit like that. Death pro- or uh, death wish. But this man, you were you felt for him because you're like they're, they're just fucking this man out of money and time and his business, and his life was going good till this happened, and he, the whole town dynamic of the town didn't like him, so they they ganged up on the outsider. I mean, mm. it sold like a western, and you're with this dude. Clint Eastwood's gonna make the movie. So and it, they're going chronologically, and then in the middle they start. You realize that the people they're interviewing about him are the people that this man fucking dozed, and they're like, <laughs> look. They they get, they spelled out their case. Yeah. And we're like, no, this man, we didn't, he literally lost his mind. We gave him every, op- they, they had this legal case where they gave him every opportunity. He didn't have to sue. He spent all this money. If he, if his lawyer thought it was appealable, he would have appealed it. Like he went on and on Did and on. Did this happen on a day where some other news story overshadowed it? Yeah. Well, like I said, he bulldozes this town and then blows his head off or shoots himself inside the tank when it bottoms out mm. in this one guy's business because he didn't know what the dude had a basement. Uh. And it bottomed out and he blew himself. But the, he spent, they said, the first part, everyone was like, he was a hell of a welder. That's what's funny because in that first part, you don't know that these are the people this man fucking just does. <laughs> like, well, it wasn't just. It was years ago, like 2004. Right. But he was like, oh, he was the best welder in town. I mean, he had the muffler shops. He was... 
It's a real weird uh, Colorado accent too, because it sounds country, but it's mixed with Canadian. Yeah, there's there's like a weird Southern mishmash in the in the in the states that like to wear Western clothes. Like you go to Colorado, you see a lot of cowboy hats. I think there must have been like a white flight from the South when they really knew the jig was up there for a while. Like we can't segregate them no more. Let's just go where they ain't. That's like a, let's go where it's cold. <laughs> they don't like it there. Here, y'all go to the coast because they can't swim. We'll go, we'll go to Colorado where it's cold. Wipe out. <laughs> Wipe out. Yeah. Yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> it, it very well could have been. I don't know. A slow evolutionary process in but, time before so then, you know it. Colorado is like, all right, everybody's cool. Let's have some pot. So then linearly, you're getting to the point where he's literally just starts this video diary on old old tape, we cassette tape, mm-hmm. and he's he's turns out he's just a loon, man. Mm. The man just lost his mind, and uh, he welds this fucking tank together. This the town, you know, this great welder puts all this one and a half inch thick steel and cameras on the outside of it so he can see where he's going from the inside completely wrapped in steel. So he was he was prepared for a counterattack. Uh, there, I mean, they tried. There was cops pinging off this thing. like right. <laughs> They stopped. There was no so cops. It was going slow enough, of course, that these guys could get up on top of it. And they're like, there's no door there's no porthole this man has like he probably welded himself yeah in. i'm pretty yeah. sure that the final stage was a weld in and then there yeah. was a he had put a massive looking industrial fan on the top so that was the only thing that wasn't covered in steel was this fan for circulation we imagine yeah and uh they tried to get through that shot they were like this is worthless this got off the thing they were calling in the national guard mm-hmm. in the meantime he just bulldozed every one of the businesses of these perceived enemies of his and that happened on 9-11 it was like it was somebody dying but I don't remember what it was but I've often thought about that like what would have made the news on 9-11 like good or bad like what what didn't we learn about that day because (laughs) of what dominated the news cycle well that's a different story man that's like that was our I mean the only real comparison just like they were ready it's like people had that rolled out it was our Pearl Harbor (laughs) I mean, it just, they were ready with that one. I heard that shit day of, hours, not days after. You know, it, it, I won't say they were prepackaged, and I'm certainly not a, a crazy 9-11 conspiracy theorist. Oh, yeah, on that, on that note, I had a conspiracy theory thought. You know, I don't. I didn't read too much about it, but I know that part of Trump's thing when he was in office, still is, was this Chinese trade war, right? Okay. And I was like, is there a conspiracy theory out there? <laughs> Where, you know, President Xi Jinping said, all right, you're going to keep this shit up? <laughs> oh, yeah, we did this last Well, week. here comes a coronavirus. <laughs> and now, and Trump knows about it. <laughs> and now they're literally in a pissing match to see who's willing to let more of their people die. <laughs> like, I'll let 300,000. And Xi Jinping's like, you don't even know my number. Oh, you don't even want to Because we're not telling anybody. Are you not even going to attempt the accent? Oh, <laughs> I just wondered. Uh, you don't even know my number. Should, I was just hoping you'd do a Winnie the Pooh, if anything. Um, no, but it's like, I thought about that, you know, because we were talking to Matt in Perth. He, he said that, you know, Rona's on the downturn in Australia. And it's like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> Civilized country. Not, you live in a country where you guys took it seriously, got you know, kind of came together. You know, nobody 
Nobody set anything on fire because you guys had just gotten over one, so you obviously don't want to start it up again. And uh, your country's back to normal. We're now, we're literally, we have been for a while, we're literally the worst country in the world when it comes to COVID. <laughs> and then I thought, except, except we, we really don't know what is happening in China. It could be worse there, but they're one of these, they're one of these governments that, uh, you know, it could, it could be 10 Dude, times worse there. shit could be rampant. We just never know. Right. That's, that's my point. And so my thought was like, what if there's a pissing match between these two nations right now? I'll, I'll, I'll duck out when you duck out. I'm willing to let a half a million go. Yeah. I gotta, uh, I gotta wrap it up. In cold? No, I gotta say night night to the kids. Oh, let's do it's it. It's almost eight. Tommy F U C K. The bam. This was a weird one. <laughs> this is your fault. <laughs> and we got parkas and Russian hats on around We're the cold. fire. There's no movie to watch. I'm coming. All right. Bye. Okay. We'll see you guys next week. Just do-